Welcome to the Kinja's Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Folks, before getting into the next episode, we want to let you guys know about a very special event coming up on August 24th. It is our second annual international dance battle event called Kin Jam, presented by the Kinjas. It is a one-on-one open styles battle, top 16, eight invites, eight remaining spots selected via prelims. It's all going down August 24th, 1 to 10 p.m. at Elements Dance Space in Pasadena, California. $10 pre-sale and $15 at the door. All info can be found at Kinjam, K-I-N-J-A-M dot R-A-F-N on IG and Facebook. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast Movement in the Shadows. Today we have the genius minds behind Soul Sausage. We have Ted and Young Kim in the house They are season three winners of the great food truck race on Food Network. They've been ranked on the top 25 food trucks by Forbes magazine, top food trucks of L.A. by L.A.ist. They've been pretty much ranked on every major food publication, such as Eater L.A., Zagat, L.A. Weekly. They've been on BuzzFeed. They've been on Hypebeast. And they're just a L.A. food staple. Um, What I love talking to Ted and Young about They are very honest about uh, business and how that itself is a very hard thing to to do and start up for yourself as an entrepreneur, but especially in the food game. Um, They talk about their journey of how Soul Sausage started, literally a homegrown business, and um, their experience on the great food truck race. And um, I think it's really cool because they understand and recognize that there can be lightning in a bottle but how to preserve that and how to ride out the waves Um, they talk about uh, figuring out having to go back to the drawing board and and making some hard decisions that ultimately results in a better circumstance so um, as a fellow business owner and 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 a young entrepreneur myself I think it was really good for me to be able to hear their bounce back stories very honest Um, Very real dudes and what I love about the Soul Sausage brand is that they've literally injected um, the things that they're into, the things that they care about from their Korean heritage to them just being just out here in LA and and just kind of understanding the culture out here. Um, We do a fun lightning round at the end as always. I think this is just a really, really good um, talk, insightful talk on anybody that is interested in um, starting up a business for yourself, the young entrepreneurs out there, as well as the experienced ones, people who are currently doing business. Um, It's always cool to hear how people go back to the drawing board and and figure things out to bounce back, to swing hard. Um, So fun talk. Let's just get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Kindred's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. We got Jeremy on the switches. And today, today we got my good friends from Soul Sausage. We got Ted and Young in here. What's up? What's up? What's guys? up? The Sausage Boys. <laughs> it never is gets that, old. Is that a thing? Are you all the Sausage Boys? I love it, man. Um, for those who don't know, they are the winners of the Great Food Truck Race Season 3 on the Food Network. Uh, ranked on the top 25 food trucks by Forbes magazine. Um, you guys have been mentioned on pretty much every major like food publication from Eater LA, LAist, uh, LA Weekly, Zagat, BuzzFeed, Hypebeast. You guys are all over the place, man. You guys are an LA, LA food staple, man. You guys have been doing your thing. And I love your food. 
So thank, thank you, you guys for coming through, man. Thank you, thank you for having us. Yeah. So how is life for you guys, man? What are you guys up to? What's new in your world? Life's good, man. You know, we are uh, slanging sausages for a living. Slanging sausages. <laughs> Let's go. And um, yeah, man, we uh, kind of had like a little pivot the last year, but we're building a lot of momentum right now. We got some really fun stuff that we're working on. And uh, yeah, we're excited to share some of our fun stories with you guys. That's what's up. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a kind of like a growing phase right now. I love this right, <laughs> right now, I guess. Well, let's take it back though. Where are you guys? Where are you guys from? Where you originally grow up? All that. Oh, we're from the Bay Area, so okay, 408, 408 represent a little town called Cupertino. I don't know if you guys heard oh, of it. Oh yeah, home of Apple Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Steve Jobs. Yeah, around. Apple Town. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, um, and you guys, when did you guys move out to LA? Uh, for college. Okay. So. Where did you guys go to school? I went to UC San Diego, and then Ted went to Irvine. Yeah. Nice. Um, Irvine. Zot, zot. Oh, yeah. Zot, zot. Yeah. Around the house. <laughs> ben was a legend in house. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> UCI. Apparently, uh, UCI is uh, ranked higher than UC San Diego now. So. Is it really? Yeah. That's what's up. Let's go yeah. UCI. They got a basketball team. Yeah. Coming up, you know? Yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> down. But yeah, yeah. after um, college, me and my brother, we, we moved up to LA, and that's kind of where we, uh, where we met, and uh, that's where we started Soul Sausage. Yeah, we were both in advertising. Uh, we both kind of had that creative itch, but um, yeah, man, like we started making sausages out of our apartments um, while we were working. Mm-hmm. Why sausages? I have to ask. It's just come on, you're Korean. You grew up eating like sausage and spam. sausage and spam, spam dude. And all spam the good was stuff. like a staple food in a Korean household. Yeah, and like yeah. Korean barbecue was just really getting hot at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there was no like gateway drug to Korean food at the time yeah. besides kogi. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to find something that we could package and sell, but yeah. at the same time, that's kind of authentic to who we are. So yeah, at that time, that was like like right when Yelp was starting out, and um, you know, people still made lists of what they wanted to go eat at right it's not like instagram now where you could just see at any moment like what the hottest thing is but um we're super it, it, felt, it was really organic at that time you know mm-hmm. people really like gravitated towards the process and um they understood that product like right away yeah and and so this was when cream barbecue was getting really popular and uh you know once i tried it, i was like oh shit this is this is something and it's really easy to understand because it came like like a like an american hot dog you yeah. know but it tasted like korean barbecue so right, right. it just um yeah, it was just very organic at that time, you know? It was yeah. everything was just like we didn't have to force anything. The name came very naturally. We just made it up one night. We oh, made a banner that night. Genius. Love it. Yeah. And um although people still think it's like soul food. Yeah, they think it's well, I think that's stuff. kind of I don't know for me, I, cool I took too. it as like a spin on <laughs> yeah, soul yeah, food, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? So like yeah, toss the E in there. Yeah. So you either think we're like like Southern style sausages or Oops, like seal sausage. Seal <laughs> yeah. sausage. People still don't know. Soul Korea guys. Yeah. Did, so did you guys? You guys said you were in advertising though. So no one yeah. was. No one's a chef here. No, no, no one went no. to culinary school. Nobody went to culinary school. So how did that shift from advertising to food happen? You know, like a digital media was like really popping at the time. So we were like the first implementers of like Yelp and all those other um, like platforms. And I got really close with like the Yelp like community manager of LA. Yeah. And um, it just. Yeah, man, we really, really utilize Yelp as much as we we talk smack about Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yelp birthed us, man. Because we had, like, I remember at one point we had, like, 150 reviews, and we were, like, perfect five stars. Like, Sick. It's, like, pretty proud of that. And those yeah. were, like, legitimate reviews back they then. Were, they were. They were. like, like my mom, the my dad. Or the yeah, parking yeah. Sucks, so you get zero <laughs> My ex-girlfriend. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Day, so, okay, then how did you learn? I mean, I know that you said it was kind of like a, a natural sort of thing in terms of like culturally, like what you guys are into. But then, 
you still got to know how to make, I don't know how to make a sausage. Yeah, yeah. You, you tell me to go do that right now, I wouldn't know the first thing to do. So like, who was like kind of the brains behind like, all right, let me figure out how to do this and make it tight. So there's like this uh, like very educational website called YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, we had another partner involved at the time, but we practiced uh, how to make sausages by watching YouTube, man. And then just Dang, late YouTube. nights of stuffing meats. Just practice makes perfect. You guys know this, right? Just, yeah. Uh, one time I think we made like, like 500 sausages one night and we we're like, okay, I think we know how to do this. And I don't think we should do this anymore. So that's when we were like, hey, we got to scale up and figure out how to not make these ourselves. Yeah. That's kind of how we got into like, we partnered up with like a local butcher and they started making our sausages. Uh-huh. And then the natural step after that was... Yeah, um, that was like ages ago, man. Yeah, so yeah. Who, who were you feeding with those sausages? Oh, so in the beginning, time? it was just pop-ups, man. Okay. Like festivals, like the festival circuit. Yeah, we like, you know, like our friend Masuka got us into... I mean, and Charlie from Masuka got us into uh, Dexter. Yeah. Um, we just started doing random pop-ups. We did like random indie movie, movie, like theater, like sets for we, like we, can't, we did like the hundreds we uh yeah, the hundreds showed yeah, us a lot of love from the get-go we got a lot of love from the hundreds um, we did like dumbfounded's rooftop like album I, release party that yeah. got shut down so we couldn't even sell food huh, like, yeah they, a lot of people did, on your podcast we probably fed yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> have eaten your food we literally did a you, lot of random catering events man I we did like it. i love it yeah, yeah it was just really grassroots and like i said it's very organic um you know, we didn't have a store. Um, and at that time, we know Ted was mentioning it, but we were number one on Yelp without a store. Or yeah, a which store. is wow. kind of crazy. Right? Yeah. So it was like people were like, you're a bullshit brand. <laughs> I can't find you. This is bullshit. And started putting uh, fake uh, our cell phone numbers. Somebody got our cell phone numbers and started putting it on um, the Yelp pages. And yeah, because it's all crowdsourced. Address. Yeah, and they're like, yo, I'm at your restaurant. We're like, we don't have a restaurant. They're like, what are you talking about on Yelp? It says you're on 8th Street. We're like... How'd you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay. Yeah, the, people were leaving reviews based off of when they did the pop-ups. The, the yeah. pop-ups. Yeah. 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 So okay. that's like the first time when you were reviewing like, like pop-ups even, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. Is like, Back in the days, but that we're re- super OG. Like, we're talking like <laughs> we're pre Instagram. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, because I remember like when Instagram was coming up, we're like, oh shit, we gotta ride this train. Start taking pictures of our food, and uh, you know where you know where that is now. It's yeah, it's just out of control. Yeah, um, but I think you know, like, not jumping too far ahead, but that's kind of been like what's been grounding us this whole time is mm-hmm. just trying to not be like going with the crowd too much, just being ourselves. Um, and I think that's why we're still doing this for yeah, so yeah. goddamn long. You know, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So that's so interesting to me because that just sounds like. One, you guys had a great idea, and then, I mean, what's great is that nobody comes from culinary background. Yeah. It's just like YouTube something, and then learn how to do it well. But I think when you guys said you guys, you guys both were in advertising. Yeah, yeah. Both okay. In advertising. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that like the skills that you guys learned from advertising, knowing marketing and knowing how important it is to get like, well, how do you get credibility? It's like, well, we got to be dope on Yelp because yeah. that's what everyone's using exactly. to find food and stuff like that. So, um, did you guys have like a kind of a a business plan like kind of yep. like mapped out beforehand or we just kind of going with the flow and figuring out so like we wrote a business plan um i was like in a business fraternity in college so i was all about that Sick. life and i made like this dopest like like business plan yeah but dude to be honest like that's really like kind of bullshit you know you got to kind of know the right people <laughs> right like one of my best friends ended up in investing in soul sausage from the get-go yeah and he didn't really even need to see that but uh it did really kind of lay everything out for us like the funny story is that the food truck was never a part of our business plan but um when we started building out our first restaurant we thought like we'd be super busy so me and my brother both quit our jobs mm-hmm. 
<laughs> then we realized construction takes time. <laughs> <laughs> we're unemployed. So, so we were just like yeah. drinking a lot during that time and like not really being very like productive. Right. Um, so when we like were hungover one day, we saw the casting for the great food truck race and we're okay. like, hey, we got three months to kill. We got a concept. Let's try out for the show. And it was just like, honestly, man, we got really lucky with all the timing. And um, just everything kind of fell into place. Like we opened up our restaurant the day after the last episode of the Great Food Truck Race aired. Okay. So we had like line like like down the block and around, and That's like wild. our landlord was like, "I I've struck gold, you know, yeah, <laughs> like these yeah. guys are gonna be my tenants forever." But um, yeah, that that first like couple of years was like balls to the wall crazy, man. Like Dang, it know? was just like everything we wanted, we just grabbed, and like yeah. it was like so we terrible. got we got kind of we got kind of spoiled. So like we start off with like this supernova explosion, and it's like boom and it's like like all this crazy attention and it's like all these websites and i mean all these like publications were like hey can we get an interview and so we we thought that was normal you know <laughs> but then now it's like we've been through it now it's like no man that's like a special moment in time mm. and like if you if you're if you're riding one of those waves you got to ride that yeah yeah, you know? yeah. totally just, I'm sure, just like i'm sure that you've yeah, your yeah. Waves, you know like because you gotta you be know. good surfers. Good surfers, <laughs> man. Calabunga, That's man. really what it is. That's what it is. So, great food truck race. You said there was a casting for it, and you guys yeah. just kind of went for it. So we submitted our, like our application like the day before, like applications closed, and I think they've already set like the lineup. Yeah. So I don't know if it's true story or not, but our producers like they had the lineup set, but your video was so weird. <laughs> we had to get you guys in. Well, it's on your YouTube. Video. We just filmed like a random video at like Tomong. You were supposed to like yeah. prepare a dish, like demonstrate how do you make a recipe, but it was just us answering the questions at Tobang, and we were just getting drunk yeah we didn't take ourselves very seriously on and that then one. we got like little marvel characters and like we were doing voices for it, it was so weird uh, yeah i don't know how we got called back to be honest i have no idea that but video's got to be out there somewhere yeah, yeah somewhere out there please somewhere. don't look it up yeah. <laughs> that's great man. but yeah they called us the next day and um um i was dating my wife at the time uh -huh. like just straight on and i was like babe i'm going on the road for seven weeks <laughs> so what were you were you guys like on location or something where where, where, where was the yeah, whole so it started out in uh, long beach um, and then um, it started out Long Beach and then seven city tour. Actually, it was like nine or ten cities altogether. Mm -hmm. But we ended up in Lubeck, Maine, which is like the most like eastern tip of the contingent United States. Yeah. So like you could throw a football and it'd be like Canada. Like, that's how like yeah. east of like – and how was the population there? Like, like 500 or something. 1,000 yeah. people. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. That was like where we won the last episode. Yeah. We like, we like took over a bar there. Like everybody from the city came, like our producers. That's we just wild. yeah, we made yeah. enough money that one night. Then that bar makes the whole month. Yeah, so, so we we bought. So I think we our, paid for everything. Our, it was like five hundred bucks. Or our something. bill <laughs> is framed to the wall. I think, in that at that restaurant, like the Water and Tavern Inn or something like That's that. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah. So that show concept. When I never seen the show, but like, so uh -huh. what was the whole um like like the whole premise of the show? I mean, I'm assuming this kind of like seems like a big relay race. Yeah, sort yeah, of it's thing. like a like, survivor show. Yeah. Um. So there's seven teams. Um. Our season for some reason it was like the Olympics, man. So there's like an Italian team. There's like a southern team. There was Australian us. There's an team. Australian team. There was like. Um, a team from Alaska mm -hmm. and the seven teams. Our, our season was like that have a concept and have done food before but like don't have a food truck. Mm -hmm. So like half the fun was watching these guys like blow up their trucks and crash it. Yeah, <laughs> we're all newbies, you know. Yeah. So we got a crash course basically on food trucks but uh, but every city like one team gets eliminated and then final city there's two teams and then you just duke it out. So like our goal was like if we could just make it halfway through this like the show without making no, we're like, of ourselves. No, we're like, like just get past the first episode. Yeah. You know? We're just like... <laughs> Dang, that's what's up. But yeah, so every episode, whoever makes the least amount of money gets kicked off. Okay. 
And then the last city was a three-city tour from Boston to Portland, Maine to Lubbock, Maine. Yeah. And then they just give you like little challenges here and there. And yeah. like if you lose a challenge, you lose an hour of sales. Like it's just kind of like, you know, one of those like survivor shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, we, we, we at one point we're like, I think we could take this. And yeah, we just we took That's home the prize. Up. Yeah. So what was that like? I mean, after winning, I'm sure, like, you know, visibility and people were, now the world's talking about soul sauce. Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. man. We thought we made it. <laughs> we thought that was it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it was crazy. We were, like, meeting everyone at that time. And um, we were on the cover of Korea. It was a very special moment for us. Yeah. I have, like, a, a box full in my house still. Um, and, yeah, man, like, just opportunities came knocking. And, um that was a time where yeah, it was overwhelming because it was you know, overwhelming. We, we just started a business. We won this TV show. So at that time, like I remember saying 2012, that was like my best year of my life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because it was just so much crazy stuff happened that year. And, and there were just so many opportunities that came and knocking. Um, but the thing is we kind of stayed low, kind of laid low on that year. First year, we kind of, yeah. we, we, I don't know why, but there was just like, or maybe our gut instincts that don't take everything that is, placed in front of you right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pick and choose and um you know maybe that could have been it could have gone either way yeah but yeah we you know we just didn't want to do structure just go into things just because and, and some of those were like the right decisions and some of them obviously were missed opportunities you know right. but we were young then man and we mm-hmm. had a lot of these opportunities thrown our way like we've never like owned our own business you know mm. uh, we've owned a pop-up store but yeah. we didn't own like a restaurant in that business so yeah. um, we were still kind of novices in terms of like the business aspects of it and the financial aspects of it mm-hmm. so even though like like it looked like we were doing really well like <clears throat> behind the scenes we we're still learning a lot man sure. and um, yeah. for us that was like a and, and when you make a lot of money, man, like those those like small like errors, they yeah. get covered up because the money solves all the problems. Right. But um, you know, like our last restaurant, you'll like you see it when you're working on time. Mar- restaurants are already tight margins as it is, but right. um, you you get to see that all, like on a microscope, man. Mm-hmm. Like I think mm-hmm. anyone that wants to like go to like business school or open up their own business, like if you can make it in like the restaurant industry, like like you know your numbers well and you know mm-hmm. how to like operate a business. Yeah. 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 Well, your, what was your guys' uh, first brick and mortar location? Uh, there was one in Sawtell. I think that's where we first yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, I met you at the Sawtell. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. um, that location was dope, man. It was like yeah. a tiny little place. It felt like home. It was ours. We had like a little attic area where we'd take naps up in. And yeah, tight. Like... <laughs> <laughs> when we're hungover, we had like DJs up there. <laughs> it was hella dangerous, but <laughs> dang. Well, I mean, dude, I remember that when when you guys were on Sawtell, because Sawtell, I mean, Sawtell is still dope, but it, it, that energy was just popping because yeah. I feel like that was where. Um, a lot of just like new energy, like new food concepts, and like like people were coming into that area like super yeah. hot. And I think what I remember is just like, dude, there was a vibe that Soul Sausage brought to that that part of town. You know what I mean? From I think, but I think just even hearing about your guys's audition tape of <laughs> you know just kind of like I don't know. I mean, not not saying that it's like degaff, like you don't care, but it's just to the point where like. We're gonna be us. Like yeah, we, yeah. we, we don't want to do anything else but us. And then I think you guys bringing that vibe to the original location on Sawtell. Like I felt like, like dude, I like know these guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not in in the yeah, sense yeah, of like I dope. can I can relate. Yeah, yeah. The, the things that they care about, yeah. the way that they get down to obviously the food and and how they um, you know create food that. Is, is is familiar yeah, yeah. Um, you know obviously me being Korean as well so there's a yep. familiarity there but yeah. then also um, 
I love hot dogs, man. You yeah. know what I mean? So there was like a, that kind of fusion sort of, you know, at that time I was like, wow, this is tight. Um, so from that experience uh, with you guys, I mean, you got, how long were you guys there on Sato? We were there for like five and a half years, almost six years, yeah. And then was that during that time you guys opened up Little Tokyo? Yeah, you guys, yeah. During okay, that so time you guys had both Yeah, yeah we both them at one point, yeah. Okay, okay. So that was nice. We, we, we did a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> we got a food truck, we had a store, we had two stores, and then, you know, we got into like... We're at the Rams, we you know, like, like yeah. the Rams, and so like you know, on. like you know, we've we've done a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to talk about so the little little Tokyo location because when I when I saw Soul Sausage in Little Tokyo and that huge spot, I was like, yeah. holy crap, these fools are killing it right now. <laughs> and you know, I mean, yeah, we I've, I've been there many times. Yeah, yeah. he was our opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. You, oh, thank dude, you. thank you for feeding yeah. us, man. <laughs> Great time. Um, but you know, I understand. You know, you know, with you were talking about riding the waves yeah, and, yeah. and knowing how to surf well and all that. And you know, we we've had like talks about it, but. Um, I think that's something that uh, being able to, one, like experience like a hype, you know, and, yeah. and like you said, like just like a supernova, boom, like you guys kind of took off and then, you know, things will eventually kind of start to like settle and kind of coast. Yeah. And I know for you guys, like, you know, from, you know, being business owners and, and kind of having experienced all that, um, I know that Little Tokyo had its run and then <clears throat> it's, it's no it's no longer. But uh, like, what was that experience like for you guys in terms of like the hype to finding out what reality looks like and, uh -huh. and all that? I mean, for me, like that, those years that were out, we were at Little Tokyo, like that was like my business school, man. I learned so much during those three years. Like I told you, like when we were like, like, like doing really well, like all the your errors get kind of like, like washed out right. with like, you know, the money. But when you're like on a tight budget and everything's tight and everything's on a margin, you really start like dissecting your mm. business. And mm -hmm. for me, like I, I know Young might say the opposite, but it was a really big learning experience for me, man. And, you know, um, it's unfortunate that it shut down, but um, um, I didn't see it that at the time because like we were so knee deep in the business. And sometimes when you're like so close to your business, you don't see like the bigger picture. Yeah. And um, what, like Young was the biggest champion of the, hey, this is bleeding. We need to cut that right now. We need to cut that shit right now. We need to mm -hmm. cut that shit right now. We're making so much money in different sales channels. Like, why are you holding on to this? And mm. for me, it was like a pride thing, you know, like being Korean and all. Sure. You got that pride. <laughs> like, that's failure, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it was really hard for me to let go of that business. But mm. once we did let that go and I started to see all the other elements kind of like line up, I realized like, what the fuck was I thinking, you know, <laughs> like holding on to that. Um, but for me, like I said, it was like such a good learning experience. Like being able to like experience that is like, like I feel blessed for that too. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we just, you know, you take that and you apply that to the next, next one, you know, yeah. like the next re restaurants can be a little bit more buttoned up, you know, you know what you need to do now. And then taking some of your like key wins and some of your key losses and creating a new formula. That's yeah. just kind of like the entrepreneur spirit, right? Mm -hmm. I just keep going. Like, you know, like Asian people, I feel like we're like so image conscious. So when people think of soul sausage, they go, oh, they're a success story. So for me, it was like the first time like I had to accept failure. Mm. Um, and so that was kind of tough because people see us as a successful brand and like, oh, winners of a TV show. How can they fail? Right. But once I saw like on an objective scale, like, you know, we should, you know, stop doing this. Um, and I accepted the fact that this is going to be a failure. It was like a little bit of peace and a little bit of like growing up and like a little maturity and humbleness. Mm -hmm. All that just kind of just came. And I'm like, <clears throat> this is what I needed. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't go through life just like having all wins, right? Mm -hmm. You can't be fully Mayweather, right? <laughs> right? But you can't yeah. just. So like this was a time when I was like, okay, you know what? This is like my time to go back down, get hit, and then like just come back. 
because mm. like I'm not gonna let this failure define me and us and this brand. Mm -hmm. So it was a, it was a really pivotal moment, you know. Like it was only like a year ago when we closed, but but this um, last year was like. But this last year, moment. like we've just been hunkering down. We you know me and my brother were working every, every event. We're you know we're working our asses off so that people don't see us as just oh they failed with little Tokyo but because mm -hmm. we in our minds we're not you know we're not failures this is just one hiccup in the yeah. big scope of things we're actually doing a lot better now without that restaurant believe mm. it or not so it's it's like yeah. it's not as sexy because we don't have a like a storefront but we are looking for a storefront but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's 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 it, it was actually a good humbling time where we kind of got back to like the basics mm -hmm. um you know like soul sauce kind of took off without with out us really kind of fine-tuning our skills mm. so this last year we were like in the kitchen a lot um we we tweaked some of the stuff that really didn't make sense uh we developed some new menu items and we just got a little sharper kind of on the kitchen front and also on the business front mm -hmm. and then kind of aligned me and my brother aligned a little bit better on like what our strategy was moving forward um this one our stadium deal started popping off mm -hmm. um, it was the next day so after we closed the next day we went to LA, LA football club and our, our store opened there. Mm. So it was kind of like when one door closes, one door opens. Sure. And yeah, like, yeah. Like metaphorically, it was yeah. crazy. Man. Yeah. So, you know, um, but that all happened because, um, you know, me and my brother, we've definitely put, put, um, kind of set the seeds. We sprouted seeds wherever we go. Yeah. So like, we're, we're like, we call ourselves gardeners because we're like always planting seeds. And like, yeah. honestly, you don't know what's going to sprout. Right. So mm -hmm. you throw a little, a little bit there, throw a little bit there, and then you give everyone a little bit of love. And then at one point you'll start to see like, something something pop up whether it's a weed or it's a flower yeah like that's kind of been our mantra and then on top of that like just kind of staying true to who we are mm -hmm. and doing things the right way like i think like restaurants don't survive in la because some of them like are kind of gimmicky mm -hmm. and um I, I, dude people are smart these days man they see right through some of that that totally that bullshit but yeah. me and my brother have always been like champions for doing things the right way even if it's like the annoying longer way mm -hmm. um and I, I feel like that's why we're still here and like we're able to do what we do mm-hmm well, I mean, you, you mentioned this, uh, the concept of failure. I think that's, um, let's talk more about that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> that Oof. is something that people are so afraid of that word because of what they think it means and, yeah. or what it looks like to other people. And, um, you can't succeed without failure. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, there's only one Floyd, but even he's a, he's a man, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's not perfect. So like. I think when you guys talked about that learning experience, I feel like, you know, business, the best way to do business is to jump in and figure it yeah, out. And yeah, when, for when, sure. You know, when there's actual things on the <clears throat> line, like you, you, it's a sink or swim kind of thing. But for sure. I think because you hear so many businesses that will hit that um, hit that bump or that, that hurdle that destroys them and then they close down forever. Mm -hmm. But you guys have this um, like ability to be resilient and to bounce back and to go back to the drawing board and like you know i'm sure it it, it wasn't at, at the first sign of uh you know danger that you guys shut down i'm sure you guys figured out whatever you could and it's like yeah, all right yeah. the best move now is yeah. we're closing doors here yeah and then another door opens up you know so yeah. i think like um i love hearing the stories of how people bounce back because that's that's more of a reality for most people, you know what I'm absolutely, saying? Absolutely, absolutely. And and you guys have um, a legit product, a legit concept. Um, you guys have, you know, you're savvy about business now in a way that you weren't before yeah, because sure. you, you learned it, you know what I'm saying? And so um, for you guys now, you know, with uh, so you guys have your kitchen out in, in Arts District, right? Yep. 
and and so you guys are you have a, at the Rams Stadium. Yeah, we're at the new LAFC Stadium. LAFC. Uh, we had a great meeting with uh, the Dallas Row Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Rao boys. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what I'm talking about, man. Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, we had okay. a good meeting with those guys. So um yeah, man, we're we're expanding. Um, you know, we're trying to do things the right way this time. Um we're just you know, we're a little older now, so uh we're just trying to be a little bit more strategic with what we do and um yeah, like That's dope. Yeah, it's crazy because we had catering this whole time when we're uh, we're when we're in, in I'm existence. Glad you're about catering. Um but um but catering is kind of what's been saving us. Yeah. So, oh, shout out. Thanks for you guys hooking up uh, Arena oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. Everyone enjoyed the food. Everyone awesome. was super stoked on it for sure. No, thank yeah. you. For sure, thank for sure. For yeah, like the catering was not sexy. And it's like kind of like, like even though you have a restaurant, it's like you're going to a different office and dropping off food. But these are like guaranteed customers with numbers, you know. So like catering, you're looking at 100 people that you're feeding to mm-hmm. like 300 to 500. So... It wasn't the sexy thing when we had a little Tokyo because we're like, oh, we got a party with the Kinjas next week. We got to get ready for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So all our attention's on that. But now it's like, you know, we got to get this catering so we can like pay the bills. And mm-hmm. um, we've grown our catering biz- business tremendously in the past year. And, um, and he always been leading that charge. So he's been doing awesome with that. But um, yeah, man, that's been kind of like the baseline for us. That's been paying our bills. I'm sure you guys have to do some stuff that pays the bills. Yeah, you know? man. Um, but like now that we have kind of like a stabilized like first layer, it's like like let's do some fun stuff now. So we have... A lot of fun stuff that we're doing. We have kind of like this experiential dinner series that we're doing with some of mm. our friends from across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got picked up by LA Food and Wine as their marquee event. Sick. Um, so uh, August twenty second. You, you got to tell them about the name. Right? <laughs> it's called Norja. Um, Norja. Norja with Norja. Chef Duki Han. What does Norja mean for so those Nor- who are Norja, not Norja, right, man? So when, when you guys, I'm sure everybody that's listening has been <clears throat> had a, a night at K Town. And those mm. are always exciting and fun, and you don't know what's going to happen. But that essence of when you go to, like, a Korean bar and you're, like, ordering hella food and you're taking shots with everybody, that's, like, the essence of Norja. Yeah. But it's a, except we're just going to have some chefs that's going to make it a little bit fancier. Yeah. And, and we're going to be incorporate. drinking with you. We'll be playing drinking games with you. We're going to have live music. We're going to do live art. art. Yeah. And so it's going to be – and then it's going to be a hidden location in, in K-Town. So, um so yeah, look it up. Yeah, it's crazy how like LA Food and Wine, we did like a test run. Um, I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, but we did a test run of this specific program like a couple of months ago and it was like so well received and we shot a video for that and then we just kind of like, just kind of tossed it over to our LA Food and Wine director and we're like, hey, would there be any interest in doing something like this for LA Food and Wine? And she like, got it right away she's like this is awesome let's do it mm. on the first day of la food and wine so um three korean three korean like concepts slash chefs uh representing for koreans in la for in portland first day and san francisco of, yeah Dookie Dookie and, and, san francisco han. and yeah. han in portland uh it's gonna be fun man we we like we have good energy you know it's, it's kind of crazy because these three guys we're doing the same thing so we have the same struggles and the same issues so it's just kind of good to like unite and combine forces mm. that's what's up I love that. Norja. Norja. Means let's play. Let's right? play. Means let's For play. those who are not Korean. That's what's up, man. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. 
hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic brand. Um, yeah, so when you talk about this concept of sexy, you know, like what, <laughs> what, what looks sexy and all that. And um, I get it, man. I mean. I'm a dad, so I don't know what sexy is. <laughs> bro, you got dad sexy going on, bro. You got it. He's got Gangnam style. Gangnam style. <laughs> But you know, I think I get it. You know, every every business um, wants to be perceived in in a certain light, right? I said Instagram life, you know, Instagram life, and <laughs> and I get it. There, there's there's value in it, and you know all that. But I think when you talk about um, business, it's it's about making it work. You know what I mean? Like making it work essentially is sexy but like the facade and the the stuff that people um like scrolling through and liking and all that it can become such this uh thing that can keep you from making moves and also making moves that aren't the smartest all the time sure so in in a space now that where you guys are at and one major shout out to you guys for making the moves that you have because that's the smart way to do it that's the way to stay afloat and then um, you know, talking about a door closing and a new one opening, it's just now you 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 guys are tightening up your skills to come out the gate swinging in a yeah. very much like way better prepared. Um, and then like yeah, just having the opportunities. And I think one one thing that I'm like even like learning from you guys talking now is um, utilizing your resources well. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like reaching out to the people that um, that can help you. And I think that's what's great too. And that's what's dope about collaborations especially yep. in this day and age um people before i don't think you would really see a lot of uh like food concepts doing anything with anything other than another food concept you know right. what i mean and i think that's what's cool about um this time in our culture like even for us like us being able to do a collaboration with like after's ice cream so random but that was so dope, but it worked and it was What's just andy? yeah shout out andy you know shout out scott but um what up, scott? like i think that's what's great is that um there is no limitation to how you can do something and make something work. If you're if you're skilled enough, obviously yeah. you got to have the skills. But if you're creative enough and you can, um, you know, mash minds with other creatives that can, you know, think outside the box yeah. and 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 create an experience, create a product, and obviously do good business. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, I think that's what's dope, man. And like, uh, so with that side of things, though, I, I mean, was it for the marketing, the advertising stuff that kind of gave you guys that ability to kind of stay connected with people and, and network yeah, and man. all that like um the whole collaboration thing we've done like tons of collaborations um i mean like like half of our success is like it's because we've partnered up with the right people um like our first restaurant just to give you an example like um like nobody was thinking of like doing a mural on their walls mm. and like i don't want to take credit for that because we're probably not the first ones to do it but um our landlord's like are you sure you want to put like someone's artwork on there like are you going to take it down after we're like no no it's just we want someone to like someone an artist that we respect 
um, put something on there that really represents us. And yeah. that was kind of like our staple like thing for Soul Sausage. Like they would come to that restaurant and they would take a picture with that mural. And John Park, big fan of John Park, and uh, he came through for us on that one. He's been doing every one of our restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, but like collaborations, working with the right people, and just working with people with kind of like similar mindset, mm-hmm. like the mindsets. Creative energies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Hawaii thing was probably big too. Like when Young was in a band, um, he was tied with the information guys. Um, with like June, Ryan, Todd, um, who else am I missing? Yeah, so we, 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 we got an opportunity to do a collab shirt there and, uh, do some, um, the pop-up event over there and, mm-hmm. um, it brought us, it opened more doors over there. You yeah, know? like we it got opened, to work with Zippy's Hawaii, like 26 Zippy's restaurants. huge, yeah. Yeah, like, um, Zippy's. like information and like, it's like a surf brand, like a Hawaiian surf brand mm-hmm. and Soul Sauce had like no business mm-hmm. doing a collaboration together, but because of that one shirt that we made, like we were able to fly out to Hawaii. We got like my first trip to Hawaii was because of that. Sick. And then we sold out. We did what two pop ups while we were out there. We yeah. sold out on everything. We came back with money in our pockets. And then Zippy's caught wind of that, so they're like, "Yo, let's do a collaboration with you guys." And yeah. for like a year and a half, we were at every Zippy's restaurant serving our sausages. You know, tight. Yeah, I mean, I I think even stemming from our dad, who was just like an entrepreneur, um, it just we can't we couldn't sit still. My brother, like, when he was little, a boy, he, I guess my mom said he never could sit still. Um, <laughs> we just had this spirit of, I want to do something, I want to do something. Like, yeah. I was in a band, like, with four Asian Korean dudes. Nemo. Um, just, and we, we would play shows with, like, FM back then yeah, at yeah, clubs. Yeah, yeah, totally. and, um, and so, for me, like, that spirit of just not being happy with the status quo, that was just always ingrained in us. And I think that's part of kind of why Soul Sausage and, like, Ted and just us were just, we're just hustlers. And we just like to just do new things and, and, that, and that energy gravitates with other people that are thinking like that too mm-hmm. which is why I think like you know when we first met it kind of like you kind of got we understood each other like right away because, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm like we're uh, we're not just like a sausage company you know yeah. like so like yeah I, th- I think that what's what excites us right. I think being true to ourselves like you know we want to properly rep- like with this thing with Noroja too that we just talked about is it became it's it became to be because we were sick of like the other people representing us or telling us what, does that mean? what food, <laughs> what Korean that. food should be like, right? When a yeah. white guy, sorry, when a white guy is telling us to eat bibimbap with tater tots uh-huh. and like, it, it's like, that doesn't sit well with us. So, so you know, so, you know, yeah. it's just, we have the power to make the change. Love it. You know, you listening, you have the power to make change whether you know it or not. Just got to harness it. Just got to make that first move. Our know. first move just happened to be in the form of sausages. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. that was a platform that gave us like our voice. So, you know, we, we, we are very grateful for that and we don't take that in vain, you know? Yeah. Well, what, one thing that I'm even learning about you guys, because the brand, I mean, you said we don't just make sausages, right? Like you're not, you're not Oscar Mayer Wiener, you know what I'm saying? No. You guys, uh, I mean, no, no shade to that. I mean, that, that's, we, that's a household name because that's yeah. its own brand. So in, in, in like learning how to brand and how to create something, mm-hmm. um, how did you guys uh, inject, um, I guess, your personality and like who you guys actually are? And how did you, did you intentionally be like, we need to make the Soul Sausage brand look a certain type of way? Or was that something that just kind of happened because of what you guys are just doing? I think everything's just like a reflection of who we are. Like in the beginning, we try to be like like a little cooler than we actually are. <laughs> but I think we're kind of finding the fine balance of like this is who we are. Mm-hmm. And like in the hey, beginning, we gotta tell the story about Jabberwockies and, sh- and sh- Cleveland. <laughs> huh? What? And Cleveland, Ohio. Oh yeah, can we tell you about the story where we <laughs> no. got mistaken for you? Can't wait. So we were we were, 
<laughs> this is such a side story, but we gotta tell the story. So we were we were at um where were we at? Tilted Kill. We were at the Tilted Kill. I've never yeah, been to this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and um, we were there, and we were like, you know, we were like, we were filming the Great Food Trick Race. We were like loud. We were like like you know on cloud nine, drinking a lot, ordering a lot, you know. Just we were like good energy, and people like gravitated towards us. Yeah. And then they're like, "You guys are on TV, huh?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're on TV, kind of, you know." <laughs> and they're like, "I know you guys." And they started bringing us like T-shirts and like free drinks and free snacks. And we're like, "This is awesome! This is like the celebrity life right yeah. here." Yeah. And then they took a picture with us, and they're like, "You guys are the Jabberwockies, right?" <laughs> and then what can oh, we say dude. at that point? We we're like, good. "Yeah, we're the Jabberwockies." <laughs> Hey, yeah, I, I got fat. It's for it's for <laughs> everyone, three fat bro. Dudes. <laughs> That's for everyone, man. Yeah. I I hear the. <laughs> story. I've heard similar stories from other folks, but that's hilarious, man. That's what's Sorry, up. I had to, I had to tell that. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> no, but going it. back to the brand, it's just like I I, I like I, I wish there was like something like more special to it, but it's just you know like we're like like in different unique individuals. We just literally play out who we are. Mm-hmm. Um. Like we have like three pillars, which is like super tacky, but like it's like we're like we like to think of ourselves as like a modern company. So like technology is like really really big for us, mm-hmm. uh, and we're like Silicon Valley guys. So um, I know there's a lot of attention on food and technology. So we really want to be at the forefront of how like food and technology is going to kind of like come like, like dictate how people eat food. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we're really big on like how like like people are consuming food in the future, whether it's all through delivery or it's like, yeah, through like I'm sure like, like with us, you've had our food through a food truck, a catering, a pop-up at a baseball game, football game yeah. at our stores. So there's and a drop off like, yeah. you know, so like we, like everything, like, like we, th- we feel like in the future it's going to intersect through technology. Yeah. So we just want to make sure our food is accessible. Uh, and like I said, like when Uber eats and DoorDash first started, people are like clowning on us. Cause they're like, that's not sexy. Like, why would you let them take 20% of your business? That's stupid business. And we're like, mm-hmm. Dude, this is gonna like come cool, come full swing in in the future. So we actually signed up for Uber and Amazon and DoorDash. We were like one of the first restaurants to get an, like like an invite to join that. And mm-hmm. I remember that was um, quite quite interesting because a lot of the people at Sawtell just started not appearing, mm-hmm. but our sales were going up. So our landlord's like, "Hey, like you haven't been like late on the rent or anything like that, but like you guys doing okay?" We're like, "Dude, we're doing like better than before because mm. people don't want to park at Sawtell. They'd rather have it just delivered to them." And and just kind of okay. So that's like the first thing like for us. It's like always been about like looking in the future. And then uh, we're always like Korean inspired. So uh, before we try to do like food that's like outside of our realm, and that didn't hit that often. I mean, it would, it would, but like we've been trying to just be more focused towards like Korean inspired products. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, which is really important to me, is like we're always trying to be approachable. Mm. Um, I think some people try to make it so high end, and they can do it high end and like like very limited and all that stuff. But our sausage is for the people, as. Uh, you know, the weird as it sound, this is for everyone, you yeah, know, and we want everyone to eat that. And I think so. that goes back to your question was like, how, was there like a strategy? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if, you know, me and my brother, we really want to be the guys that you could have a beer with and just mm-hmm. have a soju with, you know? Yeah. So I think that kind of resonated into our business. And like, you know, it's funny because like when I overhear people talk about soul sausage, it's like, it's like, they only have good things to say and it's there's nothing really bad about it and like it's not because I'm trying to brag or anything are you but bragging like, right now but it's like I think <laughs> no one likes to brag right away, dude. but I think it's because we just like you know like we just like treat people with respect um, you know we're, we're in it for the long haul right so mm-hmm. if you want to get a quick buck and get out you could cut you could like jump up the ladder and just step on people and just you know get your 
five minutes, 15 minutes of fame. But, yeah. you know, we really want to do things the right way. And I think, you know, um, I was really inspired by this the quote by Patagonia, um, the founder. He said, if you want to build a business that will last 100 years, you will do business differently. You know, mm. the way you treat people, mm-hmm. the way you do everything little, it, it, we will, it, you have to, if you treat it like a 100-year-old business that it's going to last for 100 years, then you won't be acting like this. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, that's really far-fetched from where we're at, but... You know, in this modern day of just the quick instant hits and gratification, I think that's something that we're kind of holding on to more and more deeply is like, you know, be wise. Don't always be act rationally and, and impulsively and uh, um, and good things will come to you if you pick at it long yeah, enough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, you guys mentioned um, your father was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Is, do, you, do you guys feel like you got a lot like from him and just kind of growing up and just kind of watching him kind of perform yeah like i mean our, our dad he was a hustler man he uh we came to america because of samsung like he was one of the first guys from oh, samsung electronics to come okay. out to the silicon valley shout outs to pops, <laughs> shout out pops yeah. <laughs> and then um and yeah man uh we were doing really well in the bay area and then um he started his own company and it did really really well and then uh, the dot-com crash hit, and he took a really, really big hit from that. And then after that, my dad was unable to get back up and mm. um, swing again. So uh, it's always been kind of like my mom's been always f- like afraid for us because she's seen like the rough life of an entrepreneur. Um, but hey, man, that that's in our blood, you know. <laughs> like, mm. like like we're we're entrepreneurs like our dads, you know. So not like our dads, like our dad. Yeah, I just um, yeah. can't imagine working for someone else for yeah. the rest of At my life. At this point, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, and so. I think a lot of people that have been on this podcast have shared that sentiment, and that's partially the drive. Because um, you know we're in, we're like we're, our history in America hasn't been that long, right? We're mm-hmm. and and our parents came here, and, and um, we're, we're like the first sacrificial like line of defense. But we're here, and we're trying to make a noise, and and right, we're finally getting some noise yeah, now, yeah. which is great. But I, we're just not happy with that, and. Uh, Especially not happy with tater tots and and, <laughs> and, and telling me that speed me pop man. I'm like, I, I really got offended <laughs> by that. Man. I'm just like, no, no, no. Speed tots, please no. It's a new special for soul sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> so you guys, uh, as brothers, though. So I mean, people say don't do business with friends, don't do business with family, right? Yeah. What are some of the like the the things that you guys have learned, like the tough stuff, the oh. cool stuff about being brothers in business. Uh, by the way, our, our nickname is, we're called the Bicker Brothers. The Bicker Brothers. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> BB. <laughs> um, it's family, man. It's I family, it. yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's tough, man, because like when you're t- t- talking about business, like everyone's got their own ideas and opinions. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's like the negative side of it. You get to see like the bad side of your sibling. Mm-hmm. But the good side is, do you trust your brother more than anything? You sure. know, so, yeah. um, you know, I've never had to worry about like money because we like go back and forth. Like, like, like things like that, we don't have to worry about, you know, mm-hmm. whereas if you have like a friend or like just a random guy kind of being your manager there's, so. there's a long uh, recovery process after, after a fight right yeah, when with we, like strangers yeah. but then the next day after my me and my brother fight we're like are you cool I was like yeah I'm cool alright let's go yeah <laughs> yeah but that period is getting longer and longer now <laughs> yeah who's older uh, Young is even though his name is Young <laughs> forever Young yeah. that's what's up man that's what's up um so now you guys are so you guys are in uh, LAFC Rams. Yeah. So what are some of the? Like, you said there's a, a new project that you guys are. I mean, I know Norja yeah. is happening, but um, yeah, so, something you guys could talk about. Yeah, so earlier? we've been really big fans of La, La Josueta Taco. I think I said that right. Mm. 
What's up, Denise and Pablo? Um, and uh, we just kind of wanted to do, like, we watched the World Cup together. And um, we were, like, best friends after um, Korea, you know, beat Germany and mm -hmm. Mexico advanced because of <laughs> Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys were in Koreatown that day, but it was, like, such good energy. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of energy between Koreans and Mexicans. We share kind of, like, similar struggles. Yep. And... Um, like, first of all, we're big fans of their, like, food and their tacos. And then um, we just got really close because of the World Cup. And then we're like, we got to collaborate on something. And um, we created this concept called K-Pastor. So it's like Korean pastor. Mm -hmm. So we uh, use a spit and we use uh, a trompo. And uh, we do, like, teju bulgogi on mm -hmm. a spit. Mm -hmm. And uh, we make our own tortillas. And it's it's pretty awesome, man. I'm such a big fan of this food. And uh, we're looking for uh, a home for it right now. Yeah. So Thai. Yeah. Keep an eye out for K-Pastor. As well as... Uh, trying to expand our footprint into other stadiums. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Dallas Lao Boys. Yeah, the Laos Boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, stuff like that. And then uh, hopefully into Costco. So, yeah. um, you know, trying to get Costco, trying dang. to get into your Everyone homes. Who's going to come for your man. homes and your own spot, refrigerators. Man. I dig it, man. Um, what are your guys' thoughts in terms of, um, like, passion and, and, like, business? You know, like, is that a necessary ingredient in your minds, like passion for your business? Yeah, passion for the long term, you definitely need it. Sometimes it'll like flicker on and off, but if you have it and if you're in it for the long run, I mean, I mean that's what you need to survive. That's what got me and my brother to survive yeah. the last mm -hmm. seven, eight years. So uh, for me, I go back and forth on passion because like, Sometimes I feel like you should keep your passions as passions because mm. um, sometimes when you turn your passions into a business, it kind of loses its fun. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some people that just like they're born to be a chef or they're born to be a dancer and it's just in your blood. And um, those are the people I think that make the best like, like when they take their passions to the business. Mm -hmm. um, we just see so many people saying, hey, I want to be just like you. I want to start a restaurant. I want to start a food truck. And we're just like, don't do it. Don't do it, you know? <laughs> They're like, why do you want to do it? And they're yeah. like, oh, because I want to make money. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> or like, hey, I'm very passionate about it. I was like, hey, have you worked at a restaurant before? He's like, no, I haven't. And I'm like, then go work at a restaurant first, you know? Yeah. So I think I think you got to be kind of real with yourself. Um, I think passion is step one, man. If you don't have passion, there's like, there's not even an opportunity or a mm -hmm. chance. But you got to make sure you have the right skill set for that business life, man. Because yeah. it, it takes a toll on you, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's not rainbows and butterflies, you yeah. know? What do you do when you feel like you're lacking passion or like lacking inspiration? Like what keeps you going? I mean, luckily for us, we've had <clears throat> different channels of, of sales and different things to kind of kind of just maybe take a step away from the restaurant and maybe mm -hmm. go do work on the truck. And so we've, you know, for us, it's we've had kind of like that blessing. We, we could just kind of rotate around and um, just step away for a little sure. bit and come back into a different aspect. But um yeah, I mean, I don't know. You got to really like what you're doing, you know. Yeah. You got to be a little bit crazy too, I think, you know, for yeah. for us for you to continue your passions because um if you don't believe in it, mm -hmm. the t person on the screen or your customer <laughs> yeah. is definitely not going to believe yeah, in it, right? Yeah. So, you know, whatever you need to do to recharge, um do it, man. I mean, cuz if if you're in it for the long haul and if you commit it to it, then you have to commit to it, you mm -hmm. know. So, I, I think I think there's no I, easy answer for that. One. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah. But I do think like work life balance. I didn't have that before, but like that, that's really important. I know that sounds really generic, but like having a hobby, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like things like that help a lot. Like a lot more than you think because um, sometimes you're like you know you're knee deep in work. Ted, for, you're like, working too hard. Days. I know lately I'm not <laughs> not doing podcasts, <laughs> but just kind of just getting your your mind off for a couple of days helps mm. significantly, man. 
I love that because, uh, well, one, I love what you said about um, if you're in it for the money, you're in the wrong thing, right? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, same thing with, with, yeah, with what we're doing with dance. Like, dance was something that I did for free, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and it, I think that's what's great. If you can somehow luck out and do the thing that you would do for free yeah. and somehow sustain a livelihood from it, in my mind, you struck you struck it rich because yeah, it's like man. I loved what I do, right? And I'm able to eat off of it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and I think um, talking about balance is uh, I totally agree. I think that's something that um, we gotta we have to let things breathe sometimes in order Absolutely. for us to kind of be able to uh, love it well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you can't just be constantly focused on something. Like you need to sometimes taking a step away, yeah. getting some air. You know. Just, you know, freaking watching Netflix or something real quick to <laughs> recharge or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think and I love that, you know, talking about hobbies and stuff. So I think that's dope. That's super dope. Um, how do you guys define success? Can I go first? I think you're first. I mean, I, I don't think that's just like, like a one word answer. It's like, yeah. I think it's just like, I think for me, like success is like you're just kind of constantly like reinventing yourself. Um, like I think when you get stagnant and you get complacent, that's when like the shit hits a fan. Um, so just kind of like, like learning and just kind of like evolving as a human being, you know, like whether that means like, like spirituality or religiously or like with your business or with your, like your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend, like just growing. I think that's like success. Cause mm. like when you, when you keep bettering yourself, you have a better chance at whatever they define as success. And yeah. it's, whether for some people it's money, some people it's like a happy family, some people it's, but I think just like, like my philosophy on that is just as long as you keep learning and like making yourself a better person, that's, that's, no. I dig it. Growth, constant growth. I mean, if you're happy, I think you're successful, you know? That's and I think people have, uh, the whole Instagram era made it even more like, you really don't no, like Instagram, huh? No, I mean, no, it's, it's just, it's a big thing right now, man. Yeah. I mean, I, they say I check my phone like seven hours a day. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Like, what am I doing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just, if, if for me, success, I think, means if you're happy. If someone pointed a gun mm-hmm. to your head and said, are you happy? Yeah. And that means, are you successful? I'm like, I think that's like the same thing. It's like, if you're happy and you're grateful... And you're successful, you know. But you need a little bit of money to be successful. <laughs> and happy. We gotta live. We all gotta live. You gotta pay those AT&T wireless bills. <laughs> those can rack up for sure. Nah, I dig it, man. This is legit. Uh, we're gonna do a quick lightning round with y'all. I'm gonna fire off some questions in quick lightning fashion, off the top of your head. You just gotta go. <laughs> lightning round. Three, two, one. What's your favorite food of all time? Pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think. Pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> sure, pizza. No, you don't like pizza. I don't. <laughs> exactly. I like pizza. <laughs> I like any cream food. Any cream. Any cream okay, food. Okay, good, good, good. I love pizza. It's too. not lightning round, I guess. What <laughs> is uh, your favorite collaboration to date, or most memorable? I think it's the information one for me. Yeah, that one was fun. And also, the we had a little takeover concept called uh, Soul Chicken Company, where we took over a company, our own company, and did a whole new brand for about a month. By the way, I'm just going to pause this lightning round for that. That tripped me out when I saw that because I legit <laughs> thought you guys got like hacked. Oh, we got you. I was like, hey, yo, are you guys okay? <laughs> we were getting like Instagram tech support numbers texted to us. My, like, the my friends day. were like, you guys got hacked from the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this, the Matrix? I was like, yeah. shit. <laughs> that 
that was good, man. I, I got Thank you, though, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Finish this thought. What was I thinking? Um, Getting I'll... into this business. <laughs> 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 Going to business with my brother. <laughs> Word. With sausage. <laughs> I think I don't... That's. I, that, that was a tough one, man. Hurry up, lightning round. Already uh, answered. What was I thinking? Taking that shot of vodka before this. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit, too. Happy birthday, um, man. <laughs> dream, uh, dream sort of work scenario, whether it's a collaboration, an opportunity, a dream work scenario. Dream work scenario. Like big enough where we could do like a collaboration with like Wienerson or something like that. Dang. That'd be kind of crazy. Cool. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, being at all the, the football stadiums would be kind of a, a dream come true for Dallas us. Dallas Raw Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas Raw Boys, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, do you have a hidden talent? Really. I can open up beer cans with my thumb. What? Yeah, tech, tech could chop a watermelon with his bare yeah. hands. You could chop a watermelon? I used to be a Taekwondo guy. So. You just have I had hands of steel? No, what is that? pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Okay. That's what's up. That's impressive. Guitar? Yeah, I guess so. Guitar? Yeah, a little All bit of right. guitar. That's what's up. Um, if you could travel back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? Ride the ride the highs high and don't worry about the lows. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, yeah, something I guess something like that. Shoot. I wanna go first. <laughs> <laughs> These are that's just so slow lightning round. Okay. Um shoot. Just like stay positive. Stay positive. Alright, that's what's up, man. Stop to, eating pizza. It's harder to do. <laughs> Stop eating you pizza. You start gaining a lot of weight know, after your thirties. Great, I love pizza. <laughs> Um, less of more of if you could see something happen less in this world uh, what would that be and then also what would you love to see more of less shootings for sure I'm deathly scared with my I have kids and mm. so I'm like deathly scared of that um, you want to do one or uh, yeah I mean like uh, I want people to get out more I think like the Netflix Instagram era it's like you you were living off someone else's life just get out there and do stuff so get out more. Yeah. Let's go shoot. dance, make sausages. There we go. Let's dance and make sausages at the same time. <laughs> dig it. What's your less of? What do you want to see happen less? Less of. Oh shit! These are hard, man. <laughs> Got to dig in, man. <laughs> less. Trying to get deep. Uh, less waste. Less waste. Yeah, mm, that's, that's a good legit. one. There we go. Yeah. yeah. You just see a lot of waste when you're in the food industry. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You just need one paper towel after a bathroom. That's all you need, one. <laughs> Dang you just it. dry it off. Sorry, dry guys. it off. Dry it off. And then fold your napkin. Yeah. <laughs> such the Korean way to have do you it. Listened to, have you listened to Joe, Joe Koi on stand-up on Netflix? No, I missed that <laughs> the one. The mom's like, grab as much napkins as you can. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the other end of that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Dang. I'm, I'm the classic two to three paper towels. Yeah. To All right, you're checking me now, young. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm, I'm going to cut that. We just get into the mentality of less. No, I get you. I get you. Uh, what is your golden rule, your life mantra? Mine is actually the golden rule. Treat people like you want to be treated. Mm. Yeah. Mine's just do it the right way, man. Like I think your name. Do it the right. Do it the right way. It's just your 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 name is your brand, and your, mm. your value is like everything. Ooh, that you do, that's so. deep. Your name is your brand. So if you cut corners, your brand is cutting corners. Yeah. So that's simple, but that's hard to do, man. It's hard. It's, it's deep, hard. Yeah, yeah. I challenge every day. I was like, Yo, should we cut our cost of the bread today? And he's like, No. Yeah. No. True story. He wanted to cut costs today. I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it, man. 
Well, man, it, uh, first off, thank you guys for coming hey, and, no, and just chatting out with us. Um, congratulations to thank you, you guys on everything. And um, yeah, just from following you guys from when you guys kind of just started the whole thing, seeing the journey, the, the, the highs, the lows, everything in between. Um, it's, it's dope because as your friend and, and also as like, you know, a business owner that's in a different industry, um, like it's dope to be able to learn and I appreciate your guys like candor and, and like you said, this whole concept of like what's sexy and what's not. And it's, it's very easy to just keep things like under wraps. Like, Oh, let's not talk about that. Cause that's not, you know, that's not the hottest way to look or sound, but the fact that you guys are so open about, um, your business, it, it's helpful. It's educational. It, it, yeah. it helps people like I'm sure our, to our audience that there's, people out there that are wanting to become entrepreneurs or open up, you know, business X, Y, or Z, and they don't know how to do it. And it's things like this, you know, where people get to kind of actually hear real stories and how to bounce back, how to create a brand. Um, yeah. How to, you know, keep it moving when you don't feel like moving, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, you know, we're all human. We're, we're not going to have, we're not at a hundred percent all the time, you know what I mean? And, and we have to figure out, how to balance things back so that we can get back to that hundred and, you know, and, and having patience in those processes is so important. And, and, um, I love just, you know, just seeing how you guys, cause you guys, I, I, I feel like there's this giant that's about to come back out, you know what I mean? And it's so dope and you guys are still, um, killing it. You guys are yeah. still killing it, man. So Thank congratulations. You. Likewise on, to you, man. Yeah, I, mean, like, I remember like huddling around after, work to watch um abdc and uh yeah, you know word. just inspiring us as well so um good to know that you know you're human like all of us you know and we go through the same struggles you know our yeah. staff was so geeking out when we told them the kinjas were coming to our grand opening <laughs> oh, no, that's a true story right there yeah that's tight they yeah. were they were but we're, we're neighbors now i'm worried uh, yeah, we're gonna be in the arts for food. district <laughs> you know next to you guys um so yeah like uh plug away well like what's how do people follow the journey websites instagrams yeah. all that uh, we're at, at Soul Sausage, S E O U L Sausage, Soul Sausage. We're also at Soul Sausage Oxnard, at Soul Sausage Ox- Oxnard. Shout out Brandon. Um, and is that it? Web, www. Do people even use websites anymore? Soulsausage.com. I love how you added the W's. You can find us at the Coliseum for Rams, USC games. We're at the LA You guys have to really come to the LA LA Football Club. I've never been. Let's go. Let's go. I'm down. It's like amazing, man. The energy is crazy. Sick. Yeah. So down. We're really lucky to be a part of that. Yeah. LAFC. And then is there anything else that we're. Uh, you, we're at uh, everyone's offices. You got believe it or not, we'll, we'll be there soon. Uh, so look out for us. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, the world. We'll, we'll find you guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll find you guys. We'll come to you. Yeah. Soul sausage. Don't we come, us, to you. come to you. <laughs> we are stalking all of you guys. <laughs> no, that's good, man. No, thank you guys so much for your thank time you, and for coming through. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're tuning in just to this episode, we have a bunch of episodes. We're about a year old now, which is crazy. So thank you guys for following our journey, for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. And if this is dope to you in any way, if you like it, if this is adding value, you're learning stuff, just share it, please. That's the only way that we can kind of – we don't do anything to market this show other than um, you guys sharing it. And uh, your reviews and ratings definitely helps to hop on iTunes. Five-star rating. If you like it, leave us a review. We read through all that. Um, anything that you feel like we're doing well, anything that we can improve on, let us know. It's all super helpful. We're, just, we're still here learning. Um, follow us on IG, uh, Kinjas Podcast with a K. 
and d keep sending those dms i love reading about what you guys are learning what's dope to you guys um i regram all of that stuff and uh for anything that we talk about on the show whether it's a you know a website a book um anything like little cool little things that we talk about all those things the links and all that stuff are in our show notes and that can be found on kindreds.com slash podcast and yeah i think that's about it thank you guys so much for listening for tuning in and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace out. Kids are blind.